You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Hey, thanks for staying with us here on Real Presence Live. Before we go into our last interview of today's show, did you know that there's a Real Presence Radio app? There you can listen live or find the podcast of previous shows or listen into something, you know, if you enjoyed Amy and my bantering this morning or Jermaine Little Bear or Dr. Carol Brown, you can go in and find that uh, those interviews on our app. You can look for it in your app store. So what a great opportunity to to reconnect with Real Presence Live at your convenience. At your convenience, yeah. And you're really going to want to listen to this next interview more than once because we are very uh, blessed to have Sister Mary Concepta with the Sisters of Life, one of my very favorite religious orders. Good morning, Sister. Good morning. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for joining us. Um, and you are, uh, well, tell us a little bit about yourself before we jump into what you what you're doing in our area? Yes. Well, I'm I'm a sister of life, and I entered in 2003, so I've been a sister for a while now. But um, I live in Denver, and we've had a little mission there in Denver now for six years, but spent most of my previous religious life in New York, where our community was founded, um, and grew up in Maine. So kind of been a little all over the place, but um, I... Went to Franciscan University in Steubenville for my undergrad education, so I'm a um, got a bachelor's degree in nursing there, and worked for a little bit before entering the Sisters of Life. Um, oh, that's a little bit about me. <laughs> that's beautiful. We just had a Franciscan University grad on our previous interview. Yeah, yeah. So, so oh, really? we're yeah, yeah. Our uh, director of the Sioux Spiritual Center. Um, so, tell us a little bit about yeah. the Sisters of Life and what drew you into mm-hmm. that order. Well, um, as sisters, we were in the community. We were only founded 30 years ago um, by Cardinal O'Connor, who is the former Archbishop of New York. And he really had a tremendous vision of reverence for the human person and did all in his power to support the sacredness of human life and preach about it and draw people to reverence, reverence life. Um, Obviously, um, in, in a response to the contempt for life that we often experience in our culture through the rampant abortion and euthanasia and just general offenses against human life. Um, so he was inspired through many different graces to found a community that would pray and fast on, behi- on behalf of life. Um, so we as sisters take a fourth vow um, that encompasses our charism, our special gift in the church to um, to proclaim the goodness of the human person to everyone that we meet and through all of our apostolic activities. Um, so we serve in New York. We have a huge mission that serves women in unplanned pregnancies and supports them and at every level. Um, obviously, most especially trying to bring them to Christ and to the transformation that he invites them to. Um, but also we support them materially and, and um, all, with all their needs, um, and in Denver specifically, where um, where I live, we serve women and men on college campuses. Um, so we try to to bring this beautiful message of the sacredness of their life and their love to them, and, and propose a way to live that is 
very countercultural, but um, that God has a plan and purpose for their life and for their love. So, um, so it's very exciting and, and joyful, actually, to be serving college students. That is really good news. I had no idea that you had a mission in Denver or that you were serving college students. I've, I've actually admired your order for years. Um, I, <laughs> I work in uh, post-abortion ministry myself with Rachel's Vineyard, um, you know, when it, since yeah. I came into the church and going through one of those retreats. And so mm-hmm. I learned about your order early on and the beautiful history with Cardinal O'Connor. Um, mm-hmm. But I had no idea you were local like this. This is really exciting news yeah. for us. Yeah, yeah. So we visit here three times a semester um, for three days, and we just support the students. We meet individually with women and walk with them in their faith. And, uh, you know, there are women that are discerning on campus. We often meet with them and help them journey um, towards God and what He's asking of them. And, um, yeah, we, and as you know uh, already, we in New York also have a beautiful ministry of hope and healing for those who've suffered after abortion as well. So. Those are incredible women that we work with in in New York. Right. I I mean, I just can't speak highly enough about your order. So it is very exciting. And to have your presence on college campuses like that, where you're able to propose that countercultural, like you were saying, that countercultural vision Mm -hmm. of of the human person. Can you tell us a little more about Mm -hmm. that? Yeah. I mean, I think it's on a secular university campus. Obviously, COVID, it's been a little different this year. We haven't been as on campus as we, we can, but um, or as we typically are. But, yeah, I think when people see a sister, they're already a little bit intrigued in, at a secular university. Um, and so it's we just want to be available to the students to, to get into conversations and build relationships that ultimately, hopefully, will lead towards them encountering the Lord in their own lives. Um, and certainly we've met many of the Catholic students that are already, you know, they have a prayer life and they they are seeking to grow in their faith. And so we journey with them, but we are happy to just encounter anyone and be a witness to, yeah, the life that God has given to us individually. Um, and even beyond that, the vocation that he's given to us to be able to find such amazing joy in serving him um, and in living according to his plan. So I think... Yeah, kind of just the witness value of a sister these days can be very powerful in the darkness of our culture. That can be. That can be very powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's something about seeing a sister in a habit. There is such power to the sign of, you know, your complete Mm -hmm. offering of your life to the service of the Lord and the service of the people around you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's, it's the most fun. <laughs> <laughs> it is the most you know. fun. And and sisters are joyful. I have a daughter that's a sister. It can't be. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what are some of the stories that you might be able to share with us about your mission work, either there in Denver or some of the campuses or maybe mm-hmm. back in New York? Yeah. Um, I can share a little fun story about... Uh, <laughs> A, a little college super story that um, that happened not here at NDSU but in Colorado. Um, I know people ride skateboards here as well, but <laughs> they really do in Colorado. And we were visiting um, CSU, Colorado State, and um, I said I mentioned that I was a nurse, and we had this very random God encounter where 
this young woman on a skateboard was flying by on this um, bumpy, ro- bumpy road and fell off and ended up, like, getting a really um, deep cut over her eye. Oh, no. And was being surrounded by, um, you know, young people not knowing what to do. And, of course, I was a nurse, <laughs> so um, was able to, like, you know, um, get in there and help stop the bleeding and get her to the little um, the medical center on campus um, just accompanying her through that. And, you know, brought her to that point, and then we, we departed. Um, but the, the next month, um, we, this young woman, who we didn't really know that well, but, um, and we didn't really know what she experienced in that moment of having, you know, fallen off her skateboard, cutting herself in the head, and needing to go to the medical clinic. Um, but she came up to us when we were just tabling and, you know, engaging students on campus. And she said, um, told us that her experience of this story, which was basically after she kind of had, like semi blacked out. And when she, when she looked up <laughs> after she'd fallen off her skateboard, she saw a sister. And she had this moment where basically the Lord touched her heart and it was a sign to her that like she needed to go back to church. <laughs> um, oh, and she is. told us that. Yeah, that that the past month after uh, I think she got stitches over her on her eyebrow, um, but over the past month she had like reengaged in the the church that she was part of as a youngster, and um, was getting baptized actually. And so she was like so exuberant to share with us the story of how that sign of us just being there in that critical moment actually led her back to um, her faith. So oh. that's just a fun story. That Kira and I are both getting goosebumps here. <laughs> that that yeah. is amazing. It just goes to show that when you're living out your vocation in a way that is natural to you, that you don't, you can't even imagine the impact that you're having. Where you just think you're going around your day. Oh well, I'm a nurse. I know what to do. Let me just mm-hmm. step in and help. And here you are changing yeah. her life and not even knowing mm-hmm. it at the moment. Yeah. And the importance mm-hmm. of that ministry mm-hmm. of presence, of in, yeah. and, you know, your presence there on campus, your presence, you know, in, in New York, you know, for all those moms, the unwed moms there, you know, that the being yeah. there for that opportunity when God brings you together is so important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is so wonderful just to be out on the streets, you know, out wherever we are to, you know, we're contemplative actor sisters, so... We half our day is spent in prayer, and then the other half is spent in apostolic works, um, where we, yeah, supporting pregnant women and just out and about. And it is, it's like, it's, yeah, just so much fun to see what the Lord does with, I mean, with our presence, you know, just our desire to serve Him and to engage and encounter His people. So, yeah. And you spend a lot of time in front of the Blessed Sacrament. We do. We have a, a daily holy hour. So, um, so yeah, at least an hour and a half a day in front of the bus sacrament, <laughs> which is a gift. That that is well. That's yeah. where all the good good comes from, and, and you know it starts with our Lord, and it radiates out and through us into the world as the the light that mm-hmm. we get to be be part of Christ's mission here for for our church and for mm-hmm. our, the people and 
But, well, I, this is amazing. Yeah, this I convers- can't wait to hear about what's happening in North Dakota. <laughs> I, yeah, I was just going to say, mm-hmm. I, did, oh, we have to take a break. <laughs> it's like we're, just okay. when the conversation gets good, we have to take a break. But um, uh-huh. hopefully our listeners will stay tuned with us and we'll get to hear a little bit more. We've talked about what you guys have done around the country. But now let's we'll get to dive into what you're doing up in North Dakota on a, a more you know, in Immediate. our, yeah, in our, our listening area. So, um, thank mm-hmm. you sister for being here today and we will continue this conversation when we come back from the break. So stay with us here on real presence live. This is real presence live where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news. That is always good. We're local engaging and live on the real presence radio network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, Please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. Have you ever wondered if your family's past struggles have affected you personally? I'm Father Chris Alar. You and your ancestors are all part of the body of Christ, so you should desire healing for them for the consequence of their past sins. Evidence suggests that these consequences can even be passed down through generations. While God does not hold you personally responsible for the sins of your ancestors, He does allow the effect of their deeds to reverberate from one generation to the next. The sins or sanctity of your family members may impact you, so learn how to break free from any sinful bonds in your life. There is hope. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost. And to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers eye exams for the whole family, contact lenses, glasses, and vision therapy services. Our specialized vision therapy program works to improve how the eyes work together as a team. We work with our patients to improve reading difficulties, lazy eyes, eye turns, and focusing problems, which can be detrimental to performance in the classroom and on the job. You can learn more about our mission at Lumen.Vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of the Real Presence Radio Network. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. I'm Karen Gibis, along with... Amy Julian. Amy Julian. Okay, I'm not even going to add anything <laughs> else. The poor woman, she's feeling the pressure of being fabulous today. 
I'm feeling the pressure of your beautiful presence. Oh, thanks, <laughs> Living up Amy. to that. Oh, thanks. Well, we are having a great show today. We're on our last our last run downhill to the end of the show. So we um, we thank all of our listeners for sticking with us and and putting up with our I don't know ridiculousness <laughs> <laughs> and the and the and the lovely guests who have blessed us with their wisdom and no their kidding. their gift to the Lord. Um, we are talking uh, to Sister uh, Mary Concepta. Yeah, of the Sisters of Life up there in uh, mm-hmm. North Dakota in at the uh, NDSU up there. Um, mm-hmm. Sister, I, you guys are doing beautiful things on college campuses. Can you just give mm-hmm. us maybe um, an idea of some of the programs that you've offered recently, some of the things that, that have uh, gifts that you have given to the community up mm-hmm. there in, in North Dakota? Sure. Um, you can imagine one of our little niches is just supporting women <laughs> um, and helping them to know their goodness and their dignity and their beauty. And we had an opportunity last month when we were up in North Dakota um, to be speakers at a, a women's conference, a day conference for women called Decora, which is something that they host every year, actually. And it's really a beautiful day that just upholds all the gifts of women and, you know, from teaching a young woman about her body and the beauty of her body to, like, doing feminine, um, like, learning feminine crafts and, like, learning how to arrange flowers or, you know, make rosaries and just things that engage the woman's heart. Um, and then we were able to offer the just talks about the feminine dignity and the goodness of what it is to be a woman, you know? Um, we love to talk about that when a woman knows that she's loved, she's able to do anything. Um, because, yeah, and just, that, and that's the whole, you know, purpose in supporting pregnant women as we do throughout the country, and especially New York, is <clears throat> just to love them so that they can love this new little child. Um, and yeah, cause we know that when you can, when you believe in a woman, she can do anything. So, um, so yeah, we were able to just offer, um, our own thoughts on feminine, the feminine genius to these young people. But, and in a sense, we, it's something that we do on every campus that we visit is host a women's night, um, and, you know, offer women just things to, to boost them into that they can go deeper into their relationship with God and into knowing themselves um, by the Lord and growing. And you have a night like that coming up tonight, right? We do actually. We're having hosting a um, a night for women um, at Holy Ghost Parish tonight, starting at seven. And um, Sister Tirza, one of the sisters with me, will be offering a talk on the Blessed Virgin Mary more like really a meditation and a way to get to know her through her virtues and the things that we can connect with um, so that we can grow closer to her. And, and I believe also we'll be making, we'll be, um, someone will be teaching us how to make bead rosaries. Um, so that will be kind of a nice um, activity related to the Blessed Virgin Mary is to make beautiful rosaries. So, so sister, now I know you guys are on uh, limited campuses. It's not a, not a nationwide every campus represented thing but do you uh-huh. guys do you come to other say parishes or into a diocese and just offer 
um, simple day-long retreats or any other type of event just for the general public, not necessarily, say, for um, at, a ca- at a campus where there's like a, a, a Newman mm-hmm. Center presence or something like that. But do you guys have that availability to just be invited in for an event? We do. We do. Um, our sisters, um, you know, so there's seven of us sisters that live in Denver, and we kind of serve out in this area, the western Midwest area. Um, but basically, we have over 100 sisters in New York, and we do give talks at parishes and do women's conferences and, you know, anything that a diocese or parish might might want a speaker for, and they particularly, you know, might want a sister of life um, to speak about the dignity of life or the goodness of life or um, anything really that, I mean, anything about God, really, <laughs> we can <laughs> well, happily speak about. Um, so, so yeah, we get invited all over the country, actually, and, yeah, and people fly us out, and we're happy to come into any diocese. Well, that's exciting. You might be getting a call from us sometime <laughs> soon. <laughs> Especially that yeah, you're so close. City is not far from Denver. <laughs> no, not at all. Where can people yeah. find more information about the Sisters of Life order and um, even mm-hmm. not even the vocation, if they're interested in, in a vocation, God is calling them into to a life of mm-hmm. service with, with your order? Yes. The, the problem the place to start is sistersoflife.org um, to visit our website, um, which tells more about who we are and, you know, the, the possibilities that we have. Um, and then also, yeah, vocational discernment. There's a little drop-down for that. And also, if someone would want to request our presence at a conference or to come give a talk at their parish or whatnot, there is a whole um, evangelization drop-down menu where you can request a sister speaker. Oh, that's wonderful. And I would imagine mm-hmm. you guys have made an appearance at our diocesan totus tuus camps in the past. Have Have you ever been up here or any of the sisters in Denver? You know, I have not personally, but I think sisters have. Um, I'm not sh- quite sure because I haven't done it myself, but I know that we have been invited at times and sisters yeah. perhaps from New York have. I would mm-hmm. bet a donut that you have there. <laughs> she would bet a donut. <laughs> bet a donut. <laughs> That's our theme today is donuts. But I would bet a donut that Sisters of Life have been present at our Totus Tuus Girls Vocation Camp that we have every summer here in the diocese. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we hear about how wonderful those are. So Yeah. Yeah, they really are. And it's just a beautiful witness and an mm-hmm. opportunity because we don't have habited sisters in our diocese. Yeah. It's wonderful for us to have mm-hmm. the opportunity for our young girls to ha- to see that witness yeah. and to see that as yeah. a possible mm-hmm. path for their own lives. And the joy and the beauty mm-hmm. that comes with it. Oh, funnest camp mm-hmm. ever. All of these beautiful sisters from all these different orders. Sometimes we've had 18 orders. Yeah. yeah. So just, just wow. beautiful presence of awesome. sisters. And so, yeah. Well, thank you, Sister, so much for being on today. We appreciate all that you're doing and just know that you are in our prayers, that your apostle yes, just continues to grow. And, and expect a call from us. <laughs> <laughs> expect a call from Amy. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Well, we have to uh, actually turn our our uh, airtime over to Therese up in Fargo. She is going to give us a preview of tomorrow's show. Therese, are you there? Yes, I am. Thank you, Karen. So on the next Real Presence Live, tomorrow from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, 
Tim Mosier is your host, coming to you live from the Fargo studio. Jeff Bates from Vita Counseling will be on to share some life skills for marriage. Then Jeannie Hanman from Elizabeth Ministries will talk about how she's ministering to couples with the inspiration of the visitation. All that and more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's Wednesday from 9 to 11 a.m. Central. Back to you guys. Oh, my goodness. That, that sounds like a great show, huh, Amy? Wonderful. I love Elizabeth Ministries, and that's another ministry that might be getting a call from us one day. <laughs> so listen in. Yeah. And Amy just added two or three or four things to her <laughs> Tuesday to-do list. So, yes. oh, my goodness, uh, Amy. Well, uh, thank you so much for hosting today. Oh, well, thank you for I, having me. I am so sure we are going to get lots of compliments about your hosting ability and requests for you to come back. The, the amazing and wonderful talented, humble Amy Julian. Hosted by the amazing, <laughs> wonderful, <laughs> talented Karen Kivas. Yeah. Oh, that we'll is... get your kiddos to come on with us sometime. Oh, that would, wouldn't that be great? That would be fun. Yeah, have a kid's a kid show. show. Yeah. Have a kid's show, talk about all things. Miss Miss Amy's the best teacher, Miss Amy's this. I'm like, hey, I teach you every day, kids. Yeah. Give well, me some we, props, then too. Then had Mr. Jacques last time. Yeah, they, yeah, exactly. So what a great what a great day for us. Um, and remember, all of our listeners, that you can always hear a replay of today's show on Saturday or get, catch the podcast on, the, on your Real Presence Radio app or on our website, realpresenceradio.com. And share those podcasts with your friends. Yes, that's the best way to get someone to listen to very... Uh, um, casual, yeah, yeah, just a little casual, you know, hey, I think you would enjoy this interview. I mean, you don't have to be preachy about it. Right. You don't have to say, well, here, you know, I'm going to tell you the truth of the Catholic faith. All you have to do is say, here's something to listen to. Yeah, or did you know we had a retreat center in the middle yeah. of South Dakota? <laughs> did you know that the native ministries, did you know about the two roads? Did you know yeah. about Nicholas Black Elk? Did you know all of this? Things that are going on. Let me hook you up. Right? Yeah, and thanks to Real Presence Radio for sharing all this exciting stuff happening. Yes, yeah, it's, it's such a blessing to be to be having access to all around the listening area and to especially here in the Rapid City Diocese. Where and you feel like a family. You exactly. It is amazing. Well, thank you everyone for listening today. I'm Karen Gibis along with Amy Julian, and know that you all are in our prayers. And we can't wait to be back here with you again on another show of Real Presence Live. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.